Spending an afternoon with a herd of cows may not be everyone's idea of a good time, but that's exactly what I did last Saturday. These were very special cows. Hello, I am Stephen DeLuque, and you are tuned in to Ears on Art, a segment of Issues and Ideas produced at the studios of listener-supported KCBX Public Radio in San Luis Obispo, serving the California Central Coast from Ventura to Salinas. Last weekend, co-host Krissa Hewitt and I were at the Oyster Ridge Ancient Peaks Winery, just outside of Santa Margarita, for the live auction portion of the Cow Parade. Cow Parade is an international art show that was started in the 1990s. I'm sure many of you noticed the colorful, life-size cow sculptures displayed all over the county. It was a cool and blustery Saturday afternoon, but that did not dampen the excitement of the event. One of the recipients of the proceeds of the auction is Arts Obispo, San Luis Obispo County's version of the California Arts Council. I serve on the board of directors for Arts Obispo, and it was my job to help register the attendees for this great event. Krissa was left to wander the venue in search of participants in various degrees of involvement to speak about their experience. Hi, this is Krissa Hewitt, and to kick off our parade of guests today, I am talking with Angela Tati, the executive director of Arts Obispo which is our county's affiliate of the California Arts Council. This agency is one of the three primary benefactors of the sale of the cows and has had a lot to do with the organizing of this event. Welcome, Angela. Hello, Carissa. Thanks for having me here. It's a blustery day. It is a blustery day. So... What's happening today? Well, this is the culminating event of the Cow Parade San Luis Obispo. The herd of 101 painted life-size cows have been exhibited around the county for seven months. And today is the live auction, and accompanying it is a dinner. We also have 22 cows that are on silent auction, and a number of cows that you can still bid on online through May 21st. That's pretty exciting. People are walking all around, they're listening to music, they're drinking wine, they're sampling cheese. I saw an ice cream truck that I walked by rather quickly. Yes, I'm not sure how many ice cream takers we have today, but though it's blustery, it is beautiful. We are in a vineyard property and the oak trees are green and the grasses are green, and there's still some poppies around. It is a lovely, picturesque view. Now, the purpose, besides having these wonderful cows around, of this whole cow parade is? Well, first of all, we're celebrating the artists who painted them. And the net proceeds from today's auction, silent, live, and online, will all go to about 37 charities including the three title beneficiaries, which we're so fortunate to be named one of. Uh, the other two are the Land Conservancy of San Luis Obispo County and the Mid-State Fair Association. We'll have some of those results by the end of today, and then, as you say, some of the 
auction items are still online through the end of the month. That's right, and we encourage the public to go online and check those out through May 21st. Do a little search for Cow Parade and you'll get there of San Luis Obispo. Cowparadeslow.com. Perfect. Okay, well, Angela, thank you so much, and we'll see if maybe we can track down an artist or two or just interested people who are out here wandering about. I see Stephen. Woo! Stephen! Stephen! Are you wolf <laughs> whistling you. at me? <laughs> well, we were happy to do anything we could. Let's kind of stay here for a little while. So okay, you have to you hold do. this in. In order to shield the microphone from the wind, I was able to find a little structure on the winery grounds. And what you'll hear is the opening, closing, manipulating of the wooden doors and the rest of us kind of struggling to inch our way around a large generator that was in this room. Next up in the parade is one of the artists, Missy Reitner Cameron. Going into this side? <laughs> Just right. Okay, hi. We're getting cozy. Okay, co- get right. cozy, okay. and then I'm going to lock this in so okay. that you don't have to hold it. We won't have to hold it. Okay, yeah. I'll get out, and I, I won't leave you. I think you have to. Yeah, there you go. So, someone else who's part of the organization of this event, and you are? Uh, Missy Reitner Cameron. And your role here? I am an artist. Terrific. So, Did you limit yourself to one cow, or did you do more? I was lucky enough to do two cows. Big? Little? Both big. Uh Aha. Yeah. So tell us about your cows. Uh, Well, the first one I did was with a partner, my friend Neil Breton, and we did the Dia de los Muertos cow that is benefiting Leadership Slow and was in the mission. And then the second cow uh, I did solo was for the airport. And it's kind of covered in airplanes. And I really like maps, so that made a lot of sense. It's like an airplane map. Talk a little about the process of what you had to do to get a surface ready to paint or what kind of paints you had to use or even how you mapped out what you were doing so you didn't have to do it 10 times? <laughs> That's a good, good questions. Um, so I ended up sketching first um, and then uh, as far as the surface, the surface was pretty good. Uh, we used Nova Color Paints, which is a locally made, uh, made in California paint company. They're an acrylic company. They make really good smooth body paint, so it's really nice on those kinds of hard surfaces. And we did a lot of sketching, and I actually did a lot of projecting onto the cow. I would not like my angst or feelings, but more imagery onto the cow that I could sketch so we'd have some lines to work off of. Oh, I remember watching people do some of that with opaque projectors back in the old days. So Similar, similar <laughs> style. Yeah. Oh, how we lived through it all. Yeah. <laughs> full circle. Always full, full circle. circle. <laughs> so... What kind of time frame did they give you to create these? Uh, for the Dia de los Muertos, we had a, a lot of time. I think we had a couple, three months on that one. We, ha- I mean, they gave everybody ample time. The airport one came in a little late because they finally got a sponsor for it. Uh, so I, I was a little more limited on time um, for that one, but still cranked it out. And are yours part of the silent bid, the online? What? Uh combination? Yeah, one of them, uh, Dia de los Muertos is silent, and the airport, which is called Plain Old Heifer, is on for the uh, online auction. Terrific. So would you do it again? 
I would. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, it's a lot of surface area to cover, and I did not love the final prep uh, part of it with the different materials you had to use to get it really solidified um, for outdoor living. But it was it was a great experience, and I love doing stuff like this. So it was fun. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll hope it goes to a great home. Me too. I hope so too. Thank you. Thank you. Parade continues, and now we have another guest, and this one actually, I understand, is the person who came up with this idea. Give us your name and tell us how it all began. Well, my name is Becca Vanderhorst, and my husband and I, way back when, in 1998, prior to having children, were visiting Chicago, and we saw actually the very first cows on parade that exhibited there, and I believe they had over 300 um, beautifully rendered, creative, constructed, um, reconstructed cattle, and it was probably one of the most beautiful, coolest art exhibits that I had ever seen. So we didn't create it necessarily or come up with the idea, but we did get on board and, and sponsored and underwrote having cows on parade in Slow County. Where has this parade been, let's say, on the West Coast or even in California? What's its, how many places? Well, unfortunately, it never got off the ground in California until just now. You would think cows would be really popular here. <laughs> yes, you would think. I mean, we, we have lots of cow lovers all over California and especially in Slow County. This organization just had never gotten bid. It's kind of like getting the Olympics in your, in your county. Aha, uh-huh. so how did that process actually happen? Well, it was it was a little murky. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to understand. Of course, we, um, we got in touch with the organization's founders and asked them what we needed to do, how we could prove that this would be something that would be successful here in our county, and it everything aligned. That is so terrific. It's just been such a treat and I didn't get around anywhere near as much as I wanted so it's been delightful today to have so many of them lined up here that I can see in person and even bid. I agree and um, the input and feedback that I have received over the last several months it's I call it the joy factor Um, the the smiles and the elation and everyone's comments on the creativity and craftiness of the cows is just inspiring to me. It's a, it's, it's a joy and a delightful and just very pleased with how it turned out. And how many are you going to have in your pasture? I am not sure. I think I might have several. <laughs> well, they like to have company. <laughs> they do. Cows don't like to be alone. They're a part of a herd. <laughs> yes, if I get mine, it will be alone, but there'd be dogs to keep it company, so maybe they'll be okay. I'm sure that will be fine. <laughs> yeah. And we can have real ones with the, the unmovable ones, too. You know, they can all hang out together. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for doing all of this and for taking the time to stop by and share some of your thoughts. Any other feelings that you have about this event? No, I'm just very grateful. Thank you for um, being interested and asking me such great questions. But on behalf of my, my husband and I, we're just overly joyed by the whole thing. And we're super appreciative. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. If you have just joined us, you are listening to Ears on Art, a program dedicated to the exploration of the visual arts produced at the studios of listener-supported KCBX Public Radio. 
Today's guests were all involved in the kickoff event for Cow Parade San Luis Obispo County in various capacities. Found another artist on the trail. Maggie, want to introduce yourself, please? Hi, everyone. My name is Maggie Regatz. And how did you get involved in deciding to paint a cow? I was lucky enough to be married to a business owner. And I said, honey, do you want to sponsor a cow? And he said, uh, and I said, we're sponsoring a cow. Congratulations. <laughs> so Gardens by Gabriel is my husband's business. And I got to paint uh, abstract bovinism. So do you have any idea where this cow may end up? Somewhere, hopefully, with fancy lights and lots of people. <laughs> In my mind, that's what happens. Well, it is certainly like parting with children, so we want to make sure that they have all the best. Yes, lots of love. And what else do I want for my cow in this world? Free range. Free range. <laughs> Grass. No, just, it's, it's like you say, they're like kids. But l luckily for artists, we get to give them a hug and send them on their way, and we um, feel happy that they're out gracing someone else's doorstep. And we don't need to see them every holiday. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> what was the process like for you of deciding your imagery and how to get it on the cow? Well, I'm one of those people that just uh, grabs some paint on the brush and, and pushes it around and waits to see what happens. So it's, it's very reactionary. It's not deliberate. Um, so I'm a... I don't know what kind of, I mean, abstract is the name of the cow, so it kind oh, of fits okay. with that. Yeah, abstract bovinism <laughs> is the name of the cow, so that style kind of works. Absolutely. And I understand there's some kind of coating and stuff that they've been having you put on them to protect them for outside, or did you have to do that? Was, is that more nature of what kind of paint you start with? Part of my process was uh, actually being pregnant. So I, um, I painted with lots of ventilation and masks. And for the tough part at the end, um, I pled uh, pregnant and asked them to uh, varnish it for me. Good plan. Yes. <laughs> There's nothing worse than putting on something and then having it not smooth out properly or do all of those kinds of annoying things. So Yes, I the responsibility <laughs> was not mine. And that's the best kind of responsibility to have. Absolutely. Well, I hope that in your travels that you'll go, oh, there she is. Thank you. Somewhere, yes, maybe I should make that my mission, to search for the cow and not find out where it goes so I can have an excuse to travel all around. Thanks for that idea. <laughs> well, thank you for letting us uh, hear about your experiment. It was more than an experiment. It was a success. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. The auction proceeds from the sale of each cow go to various nonprofits in the county. Who took on the sponsorship? Who took on the sponsorship of their cow? Next up is one of those stories. Well, we found another story about a cow. Wendy Lewis has what she thinks is just a really nice added bonus to this whole cow parade. Yeah, the cow parade's been very exciting, um, especially for us at the food bank. Um, we had uh, a donor um, donate a cow in our honor, and it was actually honoring Christine Allen, who was a volunteer of ours who um, sadly passed away a few years back. And her family wanted to do this in her honor and have the funds come back to the food bank and help the people we serve. So it's kind of a win-win on both sides. So the cow was utterly blessed, and it's going to go up for auction in about an hour, and we're hoping to um, with donations we received in honor of Christine and to help the food bank bid on the cow and have her come back to our new facility at Slow. 
Ah, I was going to ask if are anticipating that she gets to be part of your family forever. Yes, we're hopeful, but if somebody um, finds the story just extra special and outbids us, we're happy with that because all of those donations will help us feed those in Slow County that struggle with food insecurity. So wherever she ends up, we're very pleased, but we're just so honored to be here and have the opportunity to uh, earn the uh, donations and help the people even more that we serve. Do you remember the artist? Yeah, the artist's name is Chloe, and she's actually a Cal Poly student, and she's in her, I think, master's program, and just a very sweet young lady. We all worked together to come up with the design, and she captured it beautifully. She used a lot of purples that were Christine's favorite colors, and it depicts a beautiful field like we have here in Slow County and a family eating a healthy meal that we all strive for to make sure that everybody has that same meal that we're fortunate to have. We're out here today on this ranch and just seeing all the beauty that's part of this county, and but we're not all in a position to enjoy it all the time, so I applaud your work. Well, I appreciate it, and any of uh, this ability to reach out to the community is so helpful, and that's kind of our story, is we live here in Slow County where there's bounty all around us, and there's 46,000 in our county that struggle with food insecurity or not having enough food to feed their families, so um, any help we're able to receive to make our mission or help our mission, we're so grateful, and our community steps forward quite often, so we have a feeling they'll do so again today. I'm sure that they will. Well, I'm going to let you get back so you get a good front row seat for this auction. And congratulations and good luck. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You're welcome. Not surprisingly, Cal Poly is in on the Cal Parade. Well, the parade just keeps passing by. We have someone else who would like to share a story. You are? I'm Russ K. Baker. Um, I'm the assistant dean for the College of Ag, Food and Environmental Sciences at Cal Poly. Aha. You probably had a vested interest in cows. Yeah, um, alumni uh, Alan Vanderhorst uh, came to us um, before they were able to bring this to San Luis Obispo County and talked about this great outdoor art exhibit done all over the world. And this was a great opportunity to feature both Cal Poly and also the local area. And that being it the second time that it's actually in a rural setting rather than in a place like Tokyo or Chicago or things like that. Just to clarify that, these cows specifically were not in those places, but this type of cow and the idea of having artists paint them has been happening all over the world. Yeah, the quote-unquote cow parade has gone on a, a lot of different, uh, mostly metropolitan areas prior to this, uh, other than Western Australia where it was a rural kind of setting. So he came to us and, and wanted to see some participation from Cal Poly because we are obviously a big stakeholder in the San Luis Obispo County and we've got 6,500 acres of space right there in San Luis Obispo and, and so we actually sponsored several cows uh, to help move this, this movement along. Can you describe some of them? We had five cows on campus. We, uh, as Cow Poly, were able to do four cows. And then actually, as, as the cows are uh, auctioned off, the, the, the beneficiary of, of the funds goes back to um, the university. We had four unique cows. Actually, we had two that we're keeping uh, that'll be on campus uh, full time. Uh, we had one that basically kind of highlighted uh, the legends of dairy. And so we did something with uh, at the dairy processing building and where our dairy is on campus. And we had it displayed there for the last uh, 10 plus months, kind of talking about the different legends that have gone through Cal Poly in the dairy industry. We also had uh, Tom Halen, part of the organizer for this event, uh, put his cow, which is a, a kind of a distillery theme cow. He had it on campus as well. 
And then we had another cow that actually is one of the top 10 cows that's gonna be up at the live auction, which was Sea Cow Dew, kind of highlighting uh, tourism, uh, recreation within the state of California. That's quite a collection. The artists were not necessarily students, or were some of them people that were working on it? We had a mix. Two of the cows were done by students, student artists, and then we also had kind of a professional artist for Sea Cow Dew, and uh, Tom Halen's cow, the distillery cow, was done by a professional artist as well. They received a ton of attention. You know, we're, we're a campus with 21,000 people that, that literally were passing these cows on a daily basis. And we had uh, people from off campus come on and, and do selfies and take their pictures with them. And it's been a great, great uh, attraction. I bet. Well, I've put a bid in on one and I've had to up it a couple of times. I figure if nothing else, I'm being a good shill. But uh, it will be pretty humorous if I get to have it in my backyard. Chances are slim, but you never know. Yeah, I, I wish there was more mini cows because that would be, uh, that would fit my um, my living situation much better. The, the full-size cow, I'm not sure if I would be voted out of my neighborhood if I put that on the front lawn, but I'm just glad that we're going to have a couple full-time uh, on campus to kind of memorialize this event as we go forward. I think it's great to have that combination of the ag students, the engineers, we've been talking about this this week just in terms of overlapping as much stuff with the art disciplines as possible because art does interact. And so this is another fun way that it's happened. Yeah, it's, it's been a unique thing. I think this first came to us, I, it took a lot of convincing of, of really trying to get involved and make sure that we have Cal Poly uh, represented with uh, cows all over campus and, and things like that. But now having them out there for all this, all this time and seeing students interact with the cows and take pictures with the cows and it's become kind of a nice fixture on campus. Well, thank you so much for stopping by my little windbreaker booth here. Absolutely, great to be out here. Well, what do you know? Next up in our booth is the artist of the cow that we were just talking about. I found another artist who's part of this wonderful exhibit. We just had a look at your cow, but I'm going to let you tell people, first of all, who you are, and secondly, what you did. <laughs> okay, great. I am DePriest Brescia, and I worked on Sea Cow Dew. Sea Cow Dew is a cow for the Cal Poly's Experience Industry Management Department. I had a fantastic time working on this cow. It actually is to represent all of the different fabulous parks, and it's also supposed to represent the different recreation things that they are responsible for. So what we did is we took a poll on Facebook of the top places that made you think of California as a destination place. And we came up with not only Hollywood, Los Angeles, um, wine country in the Central Coast, uh, Rodeo Drive and shopping, the wild animal park in San Diego, but the fantastic parks like Emerald Bay, Lake Tahoe, El Capitan, um, where the climbing, uh, what else did we come up with? We came up with hiking, skiing, base jumping. Um, we had Death Valley because California represents the highest and the lowest uh, places. We came up with the redwood forests. So we have a General Sherman tree for one of the legs. Another leg represents the fantastic bridges that we have here. And they're made into blingy, blingy bracelets that represent Rodeo Drive. So they're, they're awesome. One of them is the Golden Gate Bridge. One of them is the Bay Bridge. We have the Bixby Bridge. 
and we also have San Diego's skyline. So all of these amazing places and things, um, bits and pieces of elements that would remind you of Disneyland. <laughs> you like the way I got on that? <laughs> uh, Death Valley along the top in the beautiful Monarch Grove. So there's all kinds of butterflies um, in the eucalyptus branches that come out of the the cow. And it looks kind of like a Fabergé egg. And originally it was really going to be like a Johnny Depp kind of cow that's like this pirate of life. And gone and experienced like, you know, the Burning Man cow or something. Uh, this fabulous, outrageous uh, creature that has experienced all these amazing things. So in a nutshell, that's it. But the the most important element is that the underpainting of the cow has the Ho'oponopono prayer, which is a clearing prayer. So it's clearing all of man's transgressions against Mother Earth and all these beautiful places, because that's really a strong point of this department as well, is protecting and preserving our natural, beautiful resources. So there's a little movie that I made about the cow. It's called The Making of Sea Cow Dew. It's like a seven-minute movie, and it shows up close all of the elements that went into it, so you can actually see some of the things that you would probably probably never catch at a quick glimpse and I think that probably captures a lot okay I hope you enjoy it did capture a lot and one of the other things to say about this cow is is that despite or in addition to the fact that the cow is obviously three-dimensional you make sure that you get texture in your artwork and so that the additives between you know the bark the bracelets antlers coming off and they're more like antlers than like cow horns yeah, yeah there's a branch <laughs> that houses monarch butterflies there's some wonderful additions yeah this cow's been out at pasture for a while <laughs> yeah this cow definitely has the the textural it's a really tactile cow like you just want to touch it um and you can so that makes it really fun and interesting and a little bit different well, thank you so much, and I know from the statement made by the person at Cal Poly that they were really pleased that you were working on that, and I also understand that it's one of the cows that ranked into the, what, top 10? Was that the yeah. community voting? Yes, they had a voting system that the top 10 cows with the top most votes would automatically go to the live auction, so it was put into that category. And, and thanks to all of the hard work of the students of Cal Poly who wrote articles and promoted it and just did all kinds of stuff to really get the votes in there and really support the cow that they believed in because all of the proceeds from that cow and the sale of that cow will go to help them in the experience industry management. So we're just putting a huge investment in our future. So I'm super happy to be a part of that. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Krissa and I would like to thank today's guests, Executive Director of Arts Obispo, Angela Tati, Artist Missy Reitner Cameron of 3i Design, Becca Vanderhorst, who, with husband Alan, initiated the introduction of the Cow Parade to San Luis Obispo County, Artist Maggie Regetz, who was sponsored by Gardens by Gabriel, Wendy Lewis of the Food Bank, who sponsored one of the cow sculptures in memory of Christine Allen. Russ K. Baker, Assistant Dean of Agriculture at Cal Poly, and Deprice Brescia, another artist responsible for one of the cows sponsored by Cal Poly. The title charities who are the recipients of the proceeds from the auctions are Arts Obispo, the Land Conservancy of San Luis Obispo County, and the California Mid-State Fair Heritage Foundation, in addition to over 30 other organizations. The Cow Parade auction continues online at cowparadeslo.com until May 21st. 
You have been listening to Ears on Art, a twice-monthly program produced at the studios of listener-supported KCBX Public Radio in San Luis Obispo on California's Central Coast. Ears on Art, a segment of Issues and Ideas, is broadcast the first and second Wednesday of each month at 1.30 in the afternoon. Ears on Art is produced and edited by Chrissa Hewitt and myself, Stephen DeLuke. For more information about KCBX and its programs, visit kcbx.org or stop by the offices at 4100 Vachel Lane, just off the intersection of Los Osos Valley Road and South Higuera in southern San Luis Obispo. The Live Oak Music Festival is just around the corner. This event is sponsored by KCBX and takes place June 16th through 18th at Lake Kachuma in Santa Barbara County. Anything you need to know can be found at kcbx.org and click on the Live Oak icon. I am Stephen DeLuke, and for co-host Chris Hewitt, thank you so very much for tuning in. <laughs>